What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. This is former world champion boxer Showtime Sean Porter. Hey, this is Bobby Gibson. I'm Josh Craven. Hi, this is Joe Tate, voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And you're listening to Sports Power Talk. You listen to Sports Power Talk. And keep listening, or it'll be wham with the right hand. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the University of Akron, WZIP Sports presents the best sports talk show this side of Lake Erie. No question, with all due respect. This is Sports Power Talk. With the latest in sports news. Your Akron Zips are the 2022 MAC champions. The Zips have defeated the Kent State Electric Chicken. In-depth analysis. Astrology for women is equal to what Joe Rogan is for men. <laughs> have you ever tried DMT? <laughs> and of course, the hottest takes. He's just bad. Let me tear your labrum and you can go on the You know what? (laughs) (laughs) It's only a game. Why you have to be mad? Just the same old Browns! You know, bro. Hard on pitch. I think that was textbook top cheese. Cleveland! This is for you! From the best that Ohio sports has to offer to the best of the Akron Zips. Now, it's time for SPT. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is time for the best sports talk show, dare I say, in the great state of Ohio, dare I say in the United States, dare I say in the entire world. It is time for Sports Power Talk right here on the number one college radio station in the country, Z88. I am not your regular host. I am Alex Henry. I used to call myself the man with the mullet up until my barber um, accidentally cut my mullet off. So now I'm just a man with no mullet. I pretty much, I don't even know if I'm worthy to to host a show anymore. But, but we'll see. Two men that are definitely worthy to be on a show. To my left, to my right. To my left, I have... Jonathan Harsh. Jonathan, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Really excited to be here. Are you sad that my mullet's gone, or could you care less? Uh, honestly, I don't really care too much. All right. I, I mean, that's good. You <laughs> but, think yeah. I can still put on a good show without a mullet? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you're going, dude. Yeah. To my right, we all know him. We all love him. Marcus Anderson. What's up, man? I'm so sorry for your mullet, man. May may rest in peace. But, <laughs> I mean, with your bad news, my good news. If so, I'm getting my Jerry Curl together. They're mm-hmm. getting the easy thing together. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Very 80s-esque. <laughs> feel, feel, like, feel like Ice Cube coming out, <laughs> come out straight out of Compton. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Absolutely, bro. You're, you're dripping. You're dripping. It's Thanks, nice. Man. It's like, as long as one of us have really cool hair, then it should be an okay show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got a packed show for you guys tonight. Big show. Uh, first, we're going to get into some zips, you know, hometown Akron zips, and we're going to talk about the football team. We'll get into baseball. Big week in baseball. A lot of stuff to get into there with the Guardians, some trades, and some postseason predictions. We'll get into your hot mic questions. If you don't know what hot mic is, you can go on our Twitter right now. Ask us a question on hot mic on Twitter. And we will answer your question live on air, sports-related or not. We do it live. We'll also have some interesting debates, one of which I'll just give a hint to now. What athlete would go see Oppenheimer versus Barbie? I'm really, really excited for that. And then we got some uh, some NFL headlines. So big show today. Great crew of guys to share the desk with. 
And we're going to get right into it with some uh, football. Are we ready, gentlemen? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Number one, before we get to Zips football, I, I asked myself this question. We're all students at the University of Akron. We all, you know, support our sports teams um, regardless. You know, we used to have some members up here that, like, didn't like Zips sports. And I'm like, then don't go to the University of Akron. If you're not going to cheer for our sports team. I mean, you don't have to be obsessive. You don't have to be, you know, front row face paint every time. But, like, why just, like, be hard on the school you go to? You're paying money to go here. Might as well somewhat cheer for one of the teams. And I, and I want to bring this question to you, gentlemen. What kind of sports school is Akron? And what I mean by that overall, in terms of how good are they, like, how good is the team in terms of its history, in terms of tradition, in terms of fans that come out in everything, every aspect, accolades, huge. Jonathan, I'll give it to you first. What kind of sports school is the University of Akron? So, I got to go with a soccer school, and that is because the men's soccer team has been great for so long. They've made uh, so many NCAA tournaments. They won the title back in 2010, and I've won the conference many times, and they just had so much success over the years. So it's hard not to say that Akron is not a soccer school. Yeah, it's definitely a soccer school. I mean, our soccer program is a powerhouse program. I mean, last year finished, like, 12th in the nation last year in the AP Associated Pole Press, mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, getting upset by Pittsburgh in the playoffs. That was upsetting to see, mm-hmm. and it was like, they Norway back to 1986. They got like, like over 12 or 14 uh, national like MAC titles and like NCAA tournament appearances. It's like up to 20 now at this point, dating back to 1986. And it's like ridiculous. So it's like a powerhouse. But don't count on our basketball team though. Watch out for our basketball team. Not too long ago, it just made its like NCAA tournament appearance, and Ali Ali is coming back. And it's coming up. It was a winning foundation coming up here with John Gross, what John Gross got going on here. So expect to become, like, a winning foundation here in Niagara with the basketball program. Both of you gentlemen say soccer. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. At first, and this is crazy, I know. At first, I wanted to say football. Let me explain. Rich history in our football program, you know, the rubber bowl. Which, by the way, rest in peace to the Rubber Bowl. I don't know if oh, you guys yeah. know. It's mm-hmm. the fully, bowl, fully demolished now. Um, I actually have a bleacher seat from the Rubber Bowl that I converted really? to a shelf. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of kind of yeah, neat. Nice. I bought it at an auction. Uh, no, but our, you know, our football team is rich in its history. It's been around the longest. And also, I mean, like, it used to be. This is why it's not. But even when we were so bad... We were like mini Cleveland Browns. We still would pack a stadium to come out and root. Mm. The reason I say that no more is because nobody really does come out to our football games anymore. It's it's sad. Yeah, it doesn't seem sad. Right. So Alex, then it's soccer. No, oh. it's not. I'm going basketball, Marcus. You mentioned it. You you were oh, close. Yeah. You were close to being right, but you're wrong. <laughs> and and I got to go basketball because ultimately our basketball team has been rich and good for a long time as well. And, and they're just getting better every year. It's like we lost I the MAC last year, and I feel like we're still getting better. And, and I know you look at the history, and, and it's so hard to argue with soccer because what they mm-hmm. do – I mean, we're one of the best in the country. 
It's like, what? how many? We're not one of the best in the country in basketball. It's like, uh, I don't know if we've ever made it to the Sweet 16. You know, so we're definitely not one of the best. In it, but we make it far in soccer every year. Oh, we, yeah. we compete right. with the big yeah. schools. Yeah, now we got to be in the Big East. <laughs> nobody talks about it. Nobody yeah. talks. It doesn't get yeah. covered. And does that mean? Does enough. that mean that I'm? You know, well, just because it doesn't get covered doesn't mean it's the best. Well, to mm. me, yeah, because even really? when I mean our zips oh. get talked about all the time. You know, people people talk about our basketball team, but it's like I barely hear about the soccer team. So I think the issue with me wanting to go soccer is just strictly because I don't hear about it. Mm. And it's and That's fair. is some of that me not being a soccer fan. Maybe, but also I'm a Zips fan. So it's like even baseball. I'm not even I, I'm not a baseball fan at all really, but I'll still keep up with the team, you know. I, mm-hmm. Which is by the way, I mean just an awful thing to do. Like save yourself. Don't be like me. Just don't even check up on our Zips ba- baseball team. I mean it's like the worst thing ever. It's, it's so yeah, bad. Try, try sitting at their games. It's, oh, and but, it's hey, awful. It, they gotten a lot better like the year previously since getting a new manager. Sure. They're getting a little better, even though yeah. the record may not say so. It's getting a lot better. The attitude has changed. The atmosphere has mm-hmm. changed. The atmosphere has changed. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I'm i expecting bigger things from them. You know, when you're young, you're still young. You got to yeah. grow. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. seeds got to get watered, right? So hopefully we see some more from them. But yeah, I got to go. Uh, I got to go basketball. I think it's a yeah. little bit of recency yeah, bias. Yeah. But uh, like, yeah. soccer, it's, I just, I don't know. And it's like. The other thing that's so hard about soccer is it's not an American sport. It's not. It's like there's football, there's basketball, there's baseball, and then it's like soccer, you know. And it's like for me, you know, I and I I love and respect all of our huge you know USA soccer fans, and you know with uh, Messi coming to America, it's gotten bigger, obviously. But Mm -hmm. it's something that I didn't grow up loving. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that as well. A lot of people didn't grow up with it and and uh, love it. You know, you got to have, like, a dad that puts you on the soccer team. But then you got to, like, like playing soccer once you get on it. And I don't know. I don't know. You, it's just like I grew up with, like, my grandpa watching the football game on Sunday. You know, I like football. Yeah, I get it. I mean. And, like, Ohio State football as a kid was just, like, the coolest thing to me ever. It's like this is, like, the epitome of life, you know. And then LeBron James winning, like, a championship in 2016. I'm like, this is peak. I peaked right here at 14 years old. My (laughs) life will never get as good as this, you know. That's. But I just don't get that with soccer. I try to get into it. I mean, I'm not a soccer fan either, but I feel like you can't deny the success they've had. I mean, the basketball team's only made uh, five NCAA tournament appearances, while soccer team's made that many in the past, like, six or seven years, maybe. It's true. They've had so much success. Like, I just feel like it's hard to deny the success they've had and i can't really say they're a basketball school until like i see more from them yeah you just gotta that's pay fair. respect where it's due you that's know fair. What I mean? yeah. and i want to yeah. it's like when i was in high school the, our wrestling team wasn't always like the best but we always had wrestlers going to state every single year we had wrestlers going to state hmm. but all people ever talked about was our basketball team and like oh, they were good yeah. but it's like our wrestlers are getting, you know, the the NCAA, you yeah. know, narrative or same thing in high school. They're going to state. It's like nobody even knows them. And I'm like, 
that's kind of how I feel with the zips. I'm like, I feel like, but also, I mean, to to play devil's advocate on myself, I do think they are getting noticed more. Yeah. And what's making it, which is like, it's kind of sad. It's other people. It's not even the zips. It's like. These other states and these other schools know yeah, about Akron. Yeah. They're like, man, I hope we don't have to play <laughs> Akron. And they're down in, like, Oklahoma, you know, like, yeah, they praying yeah. that they don't have yeah. to play Akron. It's, Meanwhile, we know awesome. how good they are. And it's like, some people are like, oh, Akron has a, a, a soccer team? Yeah, we take it for granted. It's like, yeah, we do. Then they're good. We also, I don't even know if you gentlemen know this, we have an excellent rifle team. And also something that didn't that. get mentioned yeah. is our track and field team. Oh, yeah, I mean, we send out Olympians, mm. like, yeah, really? so often. We also have a golf club, too. Yeah. It's pretty decent. Yeah, well. we got some sports, you know. Yeah. We got a lot of talkers. We're getting there. We're getting there. You know, and yeah. Akron used to be rich in its sports history, and we're going to bring that back. You know, I was yeah. telling, I hope so, yeah. a lot of people don't love the city, and I'm like, I was telling my girlfriend the other day, I'm like, the heart of Akron still beats. Yeah. We oh, just yeah. need to bring the city Alive again, definitely. And in sure. case you guys out there don't know this, but John Heisman went here. John Heisman, Our, the one and the only Heisman John Heisman. Trophy. Yeah, that's the biggest yeah. guy that's going here. Played football. Yeah, the one and only John Heisman. Plus, we got yeah. a Pro Football Hall of Famer. One play in the Pro Football Hall of Fame and Jason Taylor. Yep, that's mm. one of the uh, things yeah. we got to be proud of. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we have we have an NBA athlete right now. With Xavier um, Castaneda, you know? Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. It, it's, it's awesome. So, yeah, I got to love Akron. Sports are coming back in the city of Akron. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Plus, a Super Bowl champion, you may not know this one from the 0-2 Tempe Buccaneers, yep. Dwight Smith. You may not know him. He was a safety for us and a safety for the Buccaneers at legendary defense. Another win in Super Bowl 37. So, yeah, it's another thing to be proud of, low-key. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we touched on the football team. A little bit, and I want to talk. I want to talk about Akron Zips football. Uh, season did not go the way we wanted it to last year, no. did it? I mean, not at all. And uh, it's just like being a Browns fan. Instead of you know addressing certain scenarios, we're instantly making ex- excuses. It's like, yeah. well, the yeah. coach, well, this, well, that, and I'm like, okay, well, this, that, and this, and the other. Let's let's start to fix it. So I want to ask you guys before we get into the. The predictions of how we think this season's going to go. We're about a month out, first game, September 2nd. I want to ask, what's something that we did good last year as a, as a team? I'll, I'll ask that first. What's something good that we did? We need to carry it on into this season. Uh, I would say uh, offensively, we did a good job. We had some good games. Like A lot of our games were pretty close, and I think our defense was letting us down. So I think... Our offense and getting guys back uh, on our offense is going to help um, elevate this team even further. The only thing I was impressed by with the team last year was how how different the passing game was. It was more precise, more timing, and it was just precise. It was a totally different offense when that RPO was at. Because, mm-hmm. once again, this guy, uh, Coach, Coach Moorhead, um, He's been spent his old career working with the best talents that is now in the NFL, from Saquon Barkley to Jeffrey Simmons mm, yeah. and Justin Herbert. So it's like he's he's trying to change this. He's trying to bring something new into this team. That was the only thing I was impressed by. I was impressed by the pass that came last year. Yeah, mine very similar to yours as well, Marcus. And uh, I'll take it in a different direction. Is I thought we did great at hurry up, which it's like, uh, and not just like hurry up in the clutch, like. 
a lot of times we were scoring, you know, first, second quarter. Like, it's like we were running a faster offense. And, I, and it's hard. You can't yeah. run a fast offense the entire game, of course. No. But anytime we were ever running a faster offense, not even the hurry up in the sense where it's like, you know, you don't even huddle up. But just, like, kind of knowing, kind of keeping a hard pace on that defense, it's like teams couldn't stop. And then it all went to the pass. You know, yeah. hurrying up on that pass. I mean, these corners and backs, they they struggled to, like, defend our wide receivers on those passes. Um, yeah. So I definitely mm-hmm. think that was good. What's – I mean, <laughs> here's your pick. Take your pick. Here's an <laughs> apple of picks. Oh, yeah, definitely. What <laughs> did we do bad? What do we need to fix? Just take uh, any, literally anything. Go ahead, John. Well, I mean, I gotta go with our defense. Like, I was looking up statistics, and I mean, we've gave we gave up more than twenty points in every game last year, but one, <laughs> and that was the one game we uh, won towards the end of the season against Northern Illinois. But like, yeah, I gotta say defense. I think their defense has been holding us back. But like, I believe in Joe uh, Moorhead. I think. He can turn around and help this defense because he's known to be like a defensive coach type of coach. So, I I really expect them to turn around this year. Yeah, I'd say the offensive line specifically, as because it was like times in the game where it was like our quarterback would get like sacked like at least five oh times each game, like five times oh, each yeah. game. That's and easy. another thing is like. The attitude is still that same type of attitude they had when I first came here. Not when I first came here, because that was Terry Bowden time. I I still miss Terry Bowden. I still miss you, Terry. But anyways, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, it, this is the attitude because I be seeing these guys after the games, like outside the locker rooms, like at the bars, at house parties. It seemed like they don't really care enough. Like, they don't really put that much passion into what they do. It's like, I remember two years ago at a house party, like, a- after one of their losses, the same year when they got the first loss after a 60-game loser streak or something like that, like, one of the guys was laughing about, joking about how he got his butt kicked on TV. He was like, oh, no, nah, go wow. ahead, man. I don't want to get embarrassed oh, on TV. Like, he was actually joking about it. It's like you don't really care about that. You're just here for it because you're yeah. you buy on a sports scholarship this school hooked you up with and not caring about the game of football like you used to. Like, you, they, these kids forgotten why they play this game for. Mm-hmm. These kids mm-hmm. forgotten. Wow. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, there's no right answer. Yeah. You said it. You hit it with the defense. Offensive line, huge, oh, yeah. Marcus. The attitude, I'm kind of going to piggyback off attitude for mine. and it, it's uh, It's discipline. It's discipline. This team, I mean, I 100% agree with what you said, Mark. It's like you have to remember that little kid that fell in love with football that wanted to go to the NFL. And these kids, like, don't even care that they're playing at a D1 school. But, like, discipline. Like, the amount of uh, penalties that we give up all the time, the amount of plays that were just sloppy all the time. I, I remember I was on a show, I believe, with you, Marcus, and Pat. And I said something. And along the lines of like, you know, we were talking about, you know, what should have, what should the Zips do to fix this before their next game? I said, if I'm Coach Moorhead, if they jump off sides again at practice, I'm making them run bleachers, and everybody's like, <laughs> what? This isn't this isn't high school. I'm like, well, it shouldn't be. Yeah, but they're not even disciplined. It's like they don't. They're not, and that's mm. one of many, you know, issues with the discipline. But it's like. You know, make fun of me all you want for saying, you know, run bleachers until, you know, they're hot and sweating and throwing up. But for me, it's like 
make them run bleachers because apparently they didn't get that discipline in high school, right. middle school, or apparently they forgot it. It's like, yeah. you know, these NFL guys, they care nothing more about discipline. They'll like they get so oh, yeah. they'll mess up one step on a route and they will beat themselves up about mm, it until they're sick. Sure. These guys are in the NFL, they're Super Bowl champions. You're riding at a D one college football school that really hasn't been good in ten years and, and you're gonna act like you're you know, you don't need discipline. Right. I mean, they put in more effort to see how many beers they could drink at the bar instead of how many touchdowns <laughs> oh, they could score a game. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, oh, I, I mean, I, yeah, I have a good uh, friend that's on the on the football team, and I remember him telling me how he's showing up late to practice, and he's going, yeah, I, you know, I'm probably going to get kicked off the team. And I'm like, is that something to be proud of? Is that something to be joking no. of? Mm-hmm. You're, you're showing up late to practice? You know, it's... It's and I and yeah. I hope somebody's hearing this. I honestly do. This is almost a cry for help. This is not a this is not a shame on you. I'm giving you the shameful finger. Shame on you. It's a hey guys, I care about the football at this school. I mm, want to yeah. see you succeed. I yeah, want to like you, Marcus. I want to talk about you as a legend one day. And it's like there's people you're living their dreams. You're a D1 yeah, college yeah, football athlete. You're oh, living yeah. their dreams. Let's see some discipline. Definitely, I want. I want to see it. So yeah, yeah there's, a, there's and this, a lot. And this is why I love the basketball team so much. Oh my goodness! And I'm friends with most of them, like Ali Ali, Sammy Hunter. Shout out to y'all. Keep doing what y'all do. Like, I rarely see them at the bars. Really, uh-huh. I rarely see them at the bars. I mostly, I either seeing them at the rec, shooting baskets, or at the gym, getting worked out, getting worked out, or either, or either getting massage and getting themselves prepared for the next season and the next season after. They actually work at their craft. I rarely see them at the bars. I rarely see them at house parties. I just see them doing their that's thing. And, and, that's why, and that's why I love the basketball team. Yeah. I mean, I t- it's like it's a Kobe Bryant story. I, I covered a Zips basketball team or a Zips basketball game last season. We lost, which we were on like an 11 win uh, streak. Or no, we were undefeated at home. We lost our first home game. I forget what that game was, but we lost. And I remember everybody in the arena is gone. Game's over. And I'm going out to pack up my media stuff. There's like three guys. Yeah. And they're all out there practicing after they lost the game. That's discipline. That's that's those Kobe Bryant-ass scores. You know, you talk about Kobe was the first one at practice and the last one gone. He was in a full sweat when everybody got there. I see LeBron do that same thing. Yeah. (laughs) And... is Giannis and Tacupo? Oh, they yeah. do the same thing. They go straight. They work on their free throws right after their game, right after the loss. Yeah, Passion. it's discipline. Oh, yeah. It's discipline. It's like, it's it's you need it, and it's not just the zips in general that need yeah. it. It's, it's mm. all forms of sports. But what I'm saying is, it's like they have none. It's like they need to, like you know, hopefully by the time you get to uh, the college level in any sport. You're expected to master the fundamentals of the game. It will yeah. stick with basketball. Yeah. You know, you hope that you know how to do a good three point shot. That your 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 dribbling is good. So you got the fundamentals. So now you can work on the advanced stuff to get you to the NBA. 
Well, it's like these guys don't have the fundamentals of discipline. It's like they'll they'll jump off sides. They'll do a pass interference, and they're like, oh, man, whatever. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, you guys have no discipline. It's like it's like it's insane. You get, you need, uh, We need uh. to fix you. We need. It's like Lonzo Ball's shot when he got to the NBA. They're like, no, Lonzo, you're not shooting the ball like yeah, that anymore. That's what we need to do before they even get anywhere, before they get a win. So um, this segment went a little longer than I thought it did, but I'm happy it did. I think this was a good conversation. And uh, we're going to get into baseball in our next section. A lot to discuss in the baseball world, and we'll get all into it here very shortly. But first, I am Martin and Gina by Polo G. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to 88.1 Sports Power Talk. Sports. Power Talk 88.1. We're back. My name is Alex Henry. I am joined by Jonathan Harsh and Marcus Anderson. And we're going to get right back into it. It's like we never even left. It's like we're right here. We're back. (laughs) And uh, we just got done talking about some zip stuff, some heavy stuff. Honestly, a really good segment. If you heard that, you know, you you heard something that you don't hear often up here and uh, something that needs to get discussed often. Uh, So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. But let's talk about baseball guys i mean the baseball world is crazy right now mm-hmm. and uh we'll we'll get into some recent stuff here i mean i don't even know what order to go and we're just gonna we're just gonna jump into it number one guardians manager terry ejected in the first inning against yeah, the white uh, Sox. did you guys see this you yeah. guys saw this well uh jonathan i'll throw it to you first what did you think about it the whole the whole ride up to it happening, everything, and then, uh, yeah, just get into that first. All right, so, I mean, I don't blame Tito uh, for getting angry, honestly. But, like, it was the first inning, so I would like to see him not get ejected that early in the game because I feel like we had a, would have had a better chance of winning that game if he didn't get ejected. But, like, I like how he's getting heated. He's uh, standing up for his boys. It, it's great to see, and uh I expect him to be, like, more fired up on, like, these calls and these uh, wrong calls that the Elms are making. And, um, yeah, I like to see him get fired up. So, it's cool to see. Yeah, I don't care what happens. Even if it's a call that you don't agree with, this is the first yeah. inning, bro. Yeah. Like, this is the first inning, dude. Like, yeah, you need to keep thing, your yeah. composure. It, it, it may sound like that. You're you acting like you're behind and it's late in the game and you need and you need some type of desperation. This Fair is only point. the first Fair inning. Point. You still got a lot of game left and just keep your cool. I understand the frustration. I understand the frustration of this season and like you're you're still behind the twins in your division, but still just keep your cool, Terry. <laughs> okay. A little disagreement cool. amongst you guys. Yeah. You know, I, I think about this too, and I'll I'll bring something new into it, is I look at like NFL and NBA refs and you know I talked about this a little before the show they they get yelled at and screamed at an entire game before you get a technical or get thrown out of the game yeah, and uh and in the media the media which we are the media so I'm gonna go against other media you know they <laughs> mm-hmm. often just talk about the bad ones like man yeah. he shouldn't have gotten yeah. thrown out he shouldn't have got thrown out right. or in reality they put up with a lot before they get thrown out. 
These umpires are just like the softest humans on the planet. It's like they can't take anything. In in my opinion, they can't take anything. And I I kind of sort of agree with you, Jonathan, and and I don't want to for this reason. You know, umpire or baseball is a game of so many unwritten rules. And I look at a guy like Terry, who we're getting later into the season, who's not been thrown out of a single game this season. Yeah, yeah. There's, you know, there's guys getting mad all the time. Getting, they're, they're on their sixth <laughs> ejection of the season yeah. already. It's not even over. He's never been thrown out the whole season. Surprising. You're going to throw him out in the first inning? And I know there's the unwritten mm-hmm. rules. I feel like a good unwritten rule, it's like, you know, you never have gotten a speeding ticket. You've never gotten any traffic violation, and you're like 30 and you just get pulled over for your first time. Yeah. You're going maybe a little over the speed limit. And the cop's like, hey, man, you, know, you ever been pulled over before? No. You know, they look you up. You got a clean record. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to let you go with a warning this time. You know, right. you, you right. get a little slap on the wrist. You get a warning. I almost feel like that's what should have happened just solely because of his track record. But I also want to agree with you, Marcus, because at the same time. It's the first inning. Yeah. yeah, these unwritten rules shouldn't even matter. If the umpire, no matter what, who, when, if they think you should get thrown out of the game, they should be able to throw you out of the game. So if they think he lost his temper too soon, they should have thrown him out of the game. So I don't know. What do you guys, what are we thinking now? What are we thinking now? Like, I agree with your last point there. I think, like, he was, like, really furious. And, I mean, I don't blame the umps for uh, tossing him. I think he could have stayed a little more calm, especially since it was the first inning. So I do agree with that point. Yeah, I do agree. It's just, yeah. Yeah, it's ultimately, though, as a fan and not like an analyst, it's kind of dope, Jonathan, right? Like, yeah, you, you, that, you guys gonna see saying. this guy stand I, up for, that, for yeah. his team, you yeah. know, stand up for his team. I kind of I kind of like it in that. And in a fan aspect, yeah. I'm like, yeah, come on. Let's go, Terry. Let's yeah. get wild up. <laughs> right. Get mad. Get mad. Yeah, that's how I was feeling. So, so yeah. uh,. Yeah, that's um, that's very interesting. His first ejection of the season. Ahmed Rosario surprised he was traded to the Dodgers by the Guardians. He was recently traded, and uh, you know when he talks about it, he's like, "Yeah, I didn't even know. I didn't know wow. that this was yeah. even going on." What do we think about this? That, that, that's how sneaky this business is. I mean, yeah. <laughs> at oh, the yeah. end of the day, is a business. But what are we doing, guys? I mean. We're not that far away from first place in the AL Central. Like, what are we doing? Like, you're giving away firepower, and we need as much as we need at this point. You give away one of our best hitters away to one of the best teams. It's just, I don't know what we're doing. We do this all the time. Mm. We do this all the time. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I'm not, like, too surprised at the trade, but, like, I'm surprised uh, at who we're getting for him. Because uh, we're getting Noah Syndergaard, like a pitcher who struggled all year. He's a veteran presence, but, like, I don't know what to expect from him. Uh, we're just, I'm just hoping to get the better end of that. But, like, Ahmed Rosario, he was a defensive liability. So I wouldn't mind them getting another shortstop for him. But, like, they didn't do that. They got a veteran pitcher who re- has really struggled this year. So I, I it's hard to... I'm, I don't know why exactly we made this trade for, like, who we got. So I, I do question the, the decision by the Guardians here. Yeah, baseball is a game of weird trades, isn't it? I feel yeah. it's very often we hear stuff where it's like, it's not like a you're excited or you're mad. It's more just like a, oh, 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, all right, yeah. then, I guess. <laughs> and that's kind of how, how you feel about this, Jonathan. Yeah. I, I kind of, mm-hmm. I'm on the same boat as you. It's it's a little odd. And Marcus, it's like in this time of the season, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to, you know, fight for a spot here, which is like, it should be an easy spot to fight for compared yeah. to everything else. Other people fighting for a spot. It's like, you know, we got it an easy to fight for our spot. Yeah, for sure. And we're yeah. just, like, making weird trades. And and then, you know, the business of the game. This is something I can talk about for the last hour and a half of the show if I wanted to. <laughs> well, I won't. But, I mean, Marcus, the business of the game, not just baseball, not just basketball, not just football, all sports. It's like yeah. these mm-hmm. owners... Some of them are ruthless. It's like, how many times do you hear an NBA player get on a plane and they're on one team and then, like, they got off their plane and they found out they got traded? Right. Yeah, you got no internet up in the in the right. air. You get on a plane, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, right now I'm a New York Nick. You get off the plane and now you're, you know, you're a Sacramento King. <laughs> and, like, you, you had no clue about this. It's like right. it happens in baseball and it just happened to us, you know, our, our med and uh, if, if football it happens, yeah. I feel like it really doesn't happen as much as football. I often don't hear the, like, no. I didn't know I was yeah. getting traded in football. Yeah. But it does have It's the business. I yeah. mean, it's like these. Sure. It's like you brought these guys in for all this money. And ultimately, it's more than a game. You know, these are real people. It's a life. You know, this is their livelihood. They're, this is how they make money. And you're just like, yeah, this whole, like, your whole life. You know, the money that you've expected to get in the next two years, where you expected to live in the next two years. You know, maybe you started building your family here. It's like, yeah. no, we're not going to tell you anything. We're just making you leave. We're just sending yeah. you. It's uh, like, that is, I don't understand how you do that to another human. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's crazy. And it's, that's, it's just like so normalized in the sports world. Yeah. It's like nobody's, how many people are really even care like Ahmed was surprised he got traded and everybody looks at that on the phone and just keeps going but to yeah, me I'm like dude yeah. that's a guy who you know maybe has a family I'm not positive you know who's got a home yeah, in, sure. in, in Ohio you know and maybe what, what about people you know they move their family towards them you know so they can have yeah, their families yeah. now their whole family's got I mean it's like it's crazy right. and it's like these guys are like investing you know what if homie is expecting another 20 million and he just bought a Porsche you know he just bought <laughs> right, the Lambo man. and now you're <laughs> taking money he thought he was gonna get and he's going somewhere else and now uh, he's like yeah. man I wish I didn't buy the I wish I didn't buy the yacht this weekend <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could get that money back it's crazy uh, it's yeah. crazy I can talk about it all day any thoughts on that yeah, I yeah, mean, I agree with you there. Yeah. You made some good points. It's wild. Yeah, yeah it's, wild. it's real complicated at that point, especially being in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So we we already touched on it, all of us, the Guardians. Uh, I want to recap this week. Uh, we got a win on – we had played a lot of games. Uh, it's like nonstop. Uh, so we, <laughs> yeah. we lost versus the Royals. Got a win versus the Royals on Tuesday. Win on Wednesday. Win or lost. Oh no! Win on Thursday. Win on or lost on Friday, and then yesterday, obviously the loss that we already talked about. Guys, I want to ask you this: What did uh, what went wrong? What went right this week? Uh, we've had a frustrating uh, past couple days in Chicago. It's uh, very unfortunate. The offense has gone cold again. Uh, it was cool to. That series against the Royals, though, those two games, those were really solid performances. 
even the first game in Chicago was pretty good, but like the second two, I mean, we need some consistency across the board. It's like one night the offense wakes up and then they'll like disappear for a few days. Pitching will be good and then we'll still lose. Like it's very unfortunate. Like the games we play as a solid unit are the games we win. And it seems like those games have been hard to come by. And like we're in Chicago right now. Well, this should be a sweep. The, the White Sox have been the most dis- one of the most disappointed teams in baseball. And to lose these uh, last few games against them is upsetting. And so I hope we get a win today against them. I mean, it's it's in the same old story as with the past four series. I mean, two one with Pittsburgh, two to one with Phillies, with the Phillies, and two to one with Kansas City, and now it's one to two with Chicago. And we got fourth game coming up tonight, and this is it's the same story every week with this team. It's been schizophrenia, schizophrenia play from this team. I mean, mm-hmm. one year, sure. like going from eleven to eleven to zero, ten to one with Pittsburgh, then lose the final game seven to five, uh, go yeah. two go two all up on Philly, and then lose the last game, and then it's just. I don't know which team you're going to get, like, mm-hmm. each day. Right. Like, yeah. you're, no, you just no. got to sit back and see what happens pretty much. Yeah. yeah, it's the inconsistency. It's like this inconsistency. It's insane, and it's like it's cursed. The AF Central is cursed with the consistency bug, and it's mm-hmm. awful. I want to ask, guys, do the Guardians have a chance in the AL Central? Do we have a uh, chance? We're second? Well, yeah. Barely behind the Twins, do we think it'll happen? Oh, for sure. Like, I I think we'll win the division, honestly. Like, it's just because it's so bad, though. We're lucky to be in the worst division in baseball. Mm. And, like, the Twins, I mean, they've lost four straight now. Like, they're literally giving us hope every single day. They've struggled in this series against the Royals. So, I feel like at some point we're going to come around and get a good string of wins against some good teams. And I really think we'll overtake the Twins when the season ends. I mean, yeah, it's a winnable division for anybody, even the Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't be. Yeah, it's uh, it's it shouldn't be right. Yeah, I mean, it's like we're like fighting for something that like you know you look at like the Mariners who have fifty three wins right now and they're at the bottom of their division and it's like it's it's like yeah, this crazy right. thing. So. So we all hope our Guardians make the AL Central. Let's get in to some postseason predictions. I know we are a little bit early, but it'll come up way faster than you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, we discussed the AL Central. What do we think's going on in the AL East? So I got the Rays uh, winning that division uh, slightly because I know the Orioles have been like – a great team, big one of the bigger surprises in baseball. They've been really successful this year, but like I just got to give it to the Rays with their uh, experience. I really think they'll fight through the rest of the season and they'll win the division by a couple games. I've given it to be more. I mean, baseball is like the only sport that that really proves that you really need star power to be become a successful ball club, and that's uh, as soon as I saw. Orioles last year, I knew from when they was just one or two games short of making the playoffs, I knew next year that it was going to be something to watch out for. So I got the Orioles Orioles, and the Rays come out there as a wild card, probably as the best wild card in this whole league. And then 
slightly. I'm gonna give a slight edge to the Twins for the AL Central, and then, oh. yeah. yeah, and then yeah, yeah. yeah I got the <laughs> Orioles. It's uh, they have one of the best away records in MLB right now, and they got a lot of away yeah. games coming. Um, so I, I like that statistically on paper. That looks good for them. Yeah. But I got to agree with you, Marcus. I mean, the Rays are right behind them, and it's not close. The Rays are also, I just think, a better team. Genuinely, I think they're a better team. So I'm kind of confused yeah. why the Orioles are winning, but I, I does, it doesn't matter if I'm confused or not. They keep right, winning. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. And if they keep winning, I think they got the AL East. Right. And um, how strange would it be if the Astros don't make it to the playoffs? That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it would be super yeah. strange because it's a very possibility because they have the same record as the Toronto Blue Jays, which who is the most, mm-hmm. I still say, is the most exciting team in all of baseball. And one of the scariest teams in all yeah. of baseball. So mm-hmm. if the Blue Jays could actually hang in there and actually take their spot as that second round card out the AL and, like, Prevent right, Houston yeah. from making it. That would be great. <laughs> I'll be so strange. So, so who do you have in the AL West? So uh, AL West, the Rangers. Yeah, I got the Rangers. Just well. got the Rangers. Yeah. It's crazy. Baseball is crazy. Oh yeah, yeah I know. They've I mean, been the best offensive team all year. Yeah, yeah. They've shown a lot of, a lot of star power. Yeah, I agree with the, I, I agree with the Rangers. It's just right. like you look at a team like the Astros. Uh, you just mentioned, right. Marcus, yeah. not even not even making it. Right, and now getting uh, Ooh, Mad Max at their as their pitcher, it's just yeah. gonna make things better for the Rangers. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, very crazy. Let's get into the NL. Let's start the NL East, gentlemen. Marcus, I'll give it right back to you. Braves are ahead right now. Phillies right behind them. Uh, pretty decent margin right now. Who do we have by the end of the season? My World Series pick out the NL, which is the Atlanta Braves. And then for the NL Central, it's going to be the Brewers. And by the way, Philly is going to make it as a wild card out the a- at the NL as East. Mm, and then okay. and then now out the NL West, you got to have both the Dodgers – it's a tight race between the Giants and Diamondbacks. It's so it's gonna be oh, a wild yeah. card out yeah. the West. It's gonna be a wild card out the West. It's gonna be between Arizona and San Fran. So I got the Braves uh, winning the NL for sure. I think they've been the most dominant team in the conference. But like, yeah, in the NL Central, I gotta give a slight edge to the Cincinnati Reds. They've yeah. been proving me wrong all year. It's It's been uh, surprising to see them uh, develop, and they've been uh, really successful so far this year. And then for the NL West, I definitely I got to go with the Dodgers. They got the most star power. They got the most experience, playoff experience. So got to give the edge to them in that division. And then my wild cards, I will go with the Phillies. And unfortunately, I got to go with the Cubs for the last spot in the wild card because they've been um, hot. Yeah, they've been really hot. Eight straight wins. Um, They got plus 60 run differential and only three and a half back in the division. I don't think they'll win the division, but, like, I definitely think they've been playing so hot. I got to give them a slight edge in that wild card. Yeah, I I pretty much agree with you guys um, in wild card aspects. Uh, Cubs is... Cubs is tough, um, but I I can definitely see it, and I think you swayed me there. But yeah, I got Braves, Brewers, 
Dodgers. Yeah. Sir. Okay. Yeah. I got Dodgers. Giants, man, they're a good team too, but they they just haven't looked good recently. Yeah. So if yeah, I got, I'm picking right Dodgers. now. Yeah. If you're asking Alex Henry right now, pick one. Yes. I'll go Dodgers. I suppose yeah. I'll go Dodgers. All right. Um, who do we have winning it all? Winning it all. Winning it all. Who's winning I got it the Braves. Uh, I, I, uh, I mean, I gotta go with them. They've been the strongest team all year. Like. They, they've been the team that hasn't really shown um, much decline since they won the World Series last. Like, I got to give them a slight edge. I mean, the starters have been really good on pitching, and the hitters like Ronald Acuna, I mean, Ozzy Albies, guys like that, they've been so strong this year, and it's hard to deny that they're going to go all the way. Yeah, I think not only they could win it all, but they could be like, the team of this decade, like the team of the 2020s. Yeah. And, like, this is a new baseball dynasty right here, and I see them facing the Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore Orioles? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. What do you Orioles. think, John? <laughs> oh, I got the Rangers. Rangers? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, crazy. I'm not like... hating that either. I'm not okay, hating that either. Fair. All right. <laughs> Nobody's taking the Tigers. Yeah. Nobody's, no, no, nobody's taking, absolutely nobody's not. Nobody's taking the Royals, but even though, uh, no, even though, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> even though I do say in the Braves, I still need to, you still need to watch out for Milwaukee, mm-hmm. like Milwaukee, oh, okay. like. <laughs> mm, I think they're a little overrated. The Brewers, yeah. I mean, the Brewers. I mean, I think I'm I mean, honestly, the NL Central is kind of in the same sense, sort of like the AL Central, just like a little better. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. they're very Order. similar. Yeah. It's just like they're that they're kind of the the slobs of their division on the NL side, but it's like right. their Both slobs compared to our yes. slobs are like not even close. You know, it's yeah. I mean, we got the Royals are holding our division back pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no coming back for the Royals. I remember mm, off yeah. topic here, the Royals were in the. Uh, were in the championship like back in like 2016, yeah, 2015. Not so long ago. Is that yeah. true? Is that true? Right. Okay. Yeah. See, look at my baseball knowledge right now. Yeah. I just remember really liking them back then, and then now I look at them and they they're awful. I know. Right? Yeah, it's unbelievable. The downfall is so crazy. crazy. I just I just got. Did they like have LeBron and then LeBron left their team? Is that what happened? Was it like a was it a LeBron esque thing with the Royals? Or I uh, I, I'm just glad seeing them bring back those powder blue throwbacks mm. they had back in the day. Clean the days yeah, of Bo nice. Jackson, oh, like George Brett. <laughs> <laughs> those are clean. Uh, yeah, interesting. Baseball's fun right now. Marcus, I'm going to give it to you. Big star from the Mets headed over to the Texas Rangers. Good old Max. What do you think oh, about yeah. this trade? Mad Max, future Hall of Famer, oh, yeah. going to the already, I don't know if I should call him Cinderella because they just straight dominate right now, especially yeah, yeah. over the Astros in their own division. Being on top of this division over Houston for like, I don't know, like for like three months now. For like three months, and now yeah. <laughs> this is like making up for a dis- the disappointing trade they made prior to the season for Jacob De- Jake De- Jake Degrom, and so this is just a make up for it. And now they just yeah. this only make things better for the Rangers right now. For sure, yeah. I I mean I think Max Scherzer going to the Rangers definitely makes them the favorites to win the American League, in my opinion. Like I think that definitely uh, puts them over the top. I mean. 
what a, uh, an elite pitcher, future Hall of Famer, like you said. I mean, he, he's been so dominant. And, like, this offense has been so explosive. Like, it shocked me. Like, like half their starting lineup made the all-star team, basically. I don't think they should have been starters, but it's whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I didn't even know half these guys, like, when the season started, even as a baseball fan. So, it's really impressive to see what they've done this year. Nothing better than great teams getting greater, right? I'm, oh, yeah. I'm such – I am pro super team. I am pro – Bring the okay. I'm pro Avengers. I grew up oh. watching the Avengers. You bring, you get all the best guys and put them on a team together, and they dominate. And everybody, oh, yeah, yeah. everybody else, they cry about it. They're like, no, we don't like super teams. <laughs> no, I'm like, no, I want the best every position. Oh. I want to dominate. I want to dominate for years. I want to be the New England Patriots. I want Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. I want to be. The 2015 to 2020 Golden State Warriors uh, with uh, greatness, no. excellence. I just, I strive for that. You know why I strive for it? Because I'm a Browns fan. I'm a Cleveland sports fan. It's like we've never been dominant ever. <laughs> yeah. It's like in any sport ever, we've never just been dominant for a long period of time. So when I see <laughs> dominance, just every year. And then it's like, uh, they can't get better, right? Psych. I love it. It's like, give me the dominance, assemble the Avengers, build. And you know why I like it, though, Jonathan? Because then you have these super teams that don't work out. And it's like, oh, we think we're the Avengers. We think, you know, we think we're going to be. This super team, you know, we're the we're the Nets. You know, we got Kevin Durant now. We got Kyrie now. It's not we got everybody, the and now. then it doesn't work out. And then you got a team like the Bucks, which I mean, it's getting longer and longer since they won their last championship. But they drafted guys. That was their team. They worked up. They didn't have to build a super team, like that, yeah. and they and they win. And I love that too. I love it too. So I love. As much as I love to see the rise and the power and the dominance of these dominant teams, you know, they, I, I imagine it was much like being a Bulls fan in the 90s. I mean, imagine being oh, yeah. a Bulls fan in the 90s and you just know, we got Jordan, yeah. you don't, uh, we got <laughs> Pippen, you don't, it's, we're beating you all every year. I mean, it's got to be a great feeling to just be dominant. And then it's yeah. also got to be a great feeling to be that Bucks team. You know, or even this year, being the Nuggets team, you know, it's not like they built a super team necessarily and mm-hmm. uh, and coming and just winning. You know, I mean, they ended up having a team that's really good, but they didn't, like, trade to get a bunch of megastars. No. You know, right. they, that was their team yeah. that they, they made. So, uh, that, yeah. for the... For the um, for the Rangers, good for them. I mean, the Golden State good Warriors for good for the ruined Rangers. the team, ruined the super teams for me, though. Yeah, yeah like, as a game. Cavs fan, seeing Golden State at, with that super team, that's what ruined it for me, and that's oh. why I just can't be a big fan of them because it's, it, it hurt your feelings. Yeah, yeah, as a Cavs fan, it does, <laughs> and it does hurt. It's or it's like I, it's, I'm, I'm missing a big one. Alabama football, dude. Oh, you look at Alabama spend. football. It's uh, like it's like, oh no, we have to play Alabama. Every team, every team's like, oh no. And it's yeah. like every year. Imagine being Alabama. Imagine being Nick Saban. That's why. And you just walk around, <laughs> just the man crown on your head. Everybody in the world is afraid of you. Right. Dude. They yeah, go, I don't, uh, that's so cool to you, me. I don't know. It's yeah, so cool. You get jealous of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just. I mean, I've always been. Cool. I mean, I'm talking about 
about the Avengers, but I also feel like I'm like talking about the villains. You know, the Golden State yeah. Warriors are the yeah, villains, the Alabama's the villains, yes. the Patriots are the villains. <laughs> that's why. And I've always been like a Joker fan. You know, I always like the Joker. I cheer Batman versus Joker. I want Joker to win that's every what. time. When I when I saw <laughs> t- when I watched Tennessee beat Alabama last season, it's awesome. That was like when Iron Man. Killed Thanos. I was like, oh, so wow. great to see <laughs> see yeah. the volunteers take down the Crimson Tide. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. It I is. It that. is great. It's like, and you don't get those moments without the super team. You know, right. so you yeah, almost, get you almost yeah. have to have them every now and then. It's a good it's, balance in the sports world, and if that's what the Rangers want to be, then that's what they can be. And I, I'm not saying, you know, I don't think any of us are saying, no. like, getting Max is making them a million times better than they were. We're just no. saying, I mean, this is a good no. team that's just getting better. You know, it's like the Guardians yeah, are a team that needs a lot of work, and we're just making silly trades. You know, this mm. is a team that's already good, and they're like, well, let's get better. We're like, we need to get good, and we're just right. making, like, random trades and not even telling our players about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's kind of weird. I feel like that happens too often. Yeah. It happens too often. In all sports. Yeah. All sports. But then, then you have the super team. Uh, <laughs> I just I like uh, the super team. I'm not, or the, I'll, say, I'll ask one more question. Are the Texas Rangers a... Wait, am I saying this right? Where did Max go? He went to the Rangers, right? Yeah. yeah. Are, they, are they a super team in baseball right now? Uh, no. no, not no, yet. No, I can't yet. say that yet because like serious. they've been great this year, but like I need to see a lot more from them. They need to like dominate their division for like the next couple years at least for me to say that. Yeah, I hundred percent agree, Marcus. Oh yeah, they're not yet. Not they're yet. almost there though. Not yet. Yeah, but they're getting there. They're getting there. Yeah. They're uh, yeah. No, not yet. Well, that is going to do it for our baseball portion of the show. I hope you guys enjoyed a little bit of a twist there at the end. But it's fun. We're having a fun show today. <laughs> yeah. I'm your host. I'm Alex Henry. I'm with Jonathan and Marcus here on Sports Power Talk, the best sports show in the entire world. Don't go anywhere. We got an hour left of the show. When we get back, we're getting to Hot Mike. Twitter, WZIP Sports. Go to the Twitter. Get your questions in now. Comment them on the Hot Mike thread. We're going to answer them live. And then we're going to be arguing between what players in the sports world would go see the movie Oppenheimer versus the movie Barbie. You're not going to want to miss it. We got a lot of good show left. We're going to get in the NFL. All this and more. But right now, I got some Rod Wave by your side. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in three minutes on Sports Power Talk 88.1. And we are back, Sports Power Talk. I am your host for this last hour and soon to be one more hour left in the show today. Alex Henry, I am joined by Jonathan Harsh. Jonathan, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good today. Very excited to be here and talk about some more sports. Marcus. I'm all good. All good in the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) All good in the neighborhood. This is like... uh, this is our fun segment. I feel like every segment's already been pretty fun. But uh, we're going to get the hot mic, uh, and we're still going to give you time to get those hot mic questions in. Go to Twitter, WZIP Sports. Find our hot mic thread. Ask us questions in the comments. We'll answer them live here within the next 20 minutes or so. So go ahead and get those in. But, guys, the talk of the town right now, it's like I love film. I love movies. 
Um, I, I'm even taking a f- I, any of you guys taking film appreciation and uh, oh yeah school. I love that good class, class. Taking, I love that class you took it too no oh you took it though Marcus oh, yeah, I love taking that class. film appreciation this semester so I love movies yeah. oh really okay. you don't really yes. enjoy who's who's your professor I can't remember oh man. I can't remember but I I know I'm taking it and uh, you know it's like in the movie world everybody all the all the film heads it's like we're tired of the right. superhero movies it's like I love superhero movies but it's like. Mm. All it is is superhero movies, yeah, and now yeah. we got new movies. It's like more and more new movies are coming out, movie renaissance, if you will. And two of the biggest ones, it's like they came out last week, but it's like everybody is just talking about these movies. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Barbie, Barbie. By, by the way, let me know if any of you have seen these movies. I saw it twice. You've seen Barbie <laughs> twice? <laughs> okay. The second time with my mom, because my mom wanted to see it, too. And it was real good. You liked it? <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> and, it, it, and it really went deep, too. Like, I heard it's emotional. Yeah. It's a sad ending. It like, you kind of think about life afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I have not seen either, but, like, I've seen, like, scenes from it being posted on social media and the trailers. Sure. So, cool. so, yeah, Barbie. I've not seen either as well, but my, my girlfriend's is begging me to see Barbie. Like, uh, you, like, you want to see Barbie. It's worth it. And, uh, and, then Oppen- and the whole thing, besides it just being original movies coming out, is Barbie is Barbie about Barbie girl, Barbie doll yeah, world, yeah. girly pink. And then Oppenheimer is about Robert Oppenheimer. Yes. True story. The guy yeah. that invented the nuclear bomb in World War II. Oh, so yeah, it's like, totally it's like, movie. it's like you have Barbie, this cute little, you know, bring the family. And then you have Oppenheimer. It's like the darkest thing you can possibly yeah, it's watch. It's great to see if you want to come in for like a motion picture. It's history lesson. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Christopher Nolan film, which is big director, obviously. I Dark Knight. Nolan. You're not a Christopher nah, Nolan fan. I didn't even like the Dark Knight. Oh. I didn't, oh. I didn't even like. I didn't even like Inception. I don't That's even crazy. like it. <laughs> crazy to me. I hate how all his films are just hard to catch up on. It's like the Sometimes plot gets so confusing. There's so many That's secrets, fair. events fair. going on. It gets you off track of what's what's really happening in the plot. Right. <laughs> but regardless of if you've seen these movies, at least now you know a little bit about them. And you might be wondering, Alex, what does this have to do with sports? Why are we talking about Barbie? Why are we talking about Oppenheimer? Well, it's because I'm asking the important questions, the questions we all want the answers to, and it's what sports athletes would see. They they can only pick one. Who's going to see Oppenheimer and who's going to see Barbie? So the way the game will be played, and, and hopefully this, this will be entertaining, is I have a list of players that Jonathan and Marcus have yet to see. I'm going to give them a player's name in sports, any sport, past or present, if they're playing now or not. And we got to just kind of figure out, is that the type of player to go see Barbie? Or is that the kind of player to see Oppenheimer? We we understand what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, and you play along in your cars as well. Should be (laughs) interesting. We'll start it off light. Started off light, started off easy, local team. Josh Naylor. Is Josh Naylor going to see Oppenheimer or is he going to see Barbie? Um, I mean, I'll go with Barbie, honestly. I'll I'll probably Um, say Barbie. Slight edge. Barbie? Barbie? Yeah. Yeah, It's just like 
I don't know. I see. I think. I think Oppenheimer. Here's why. Okay. He's hitting bombs. Think about it. You know, he's, oh, oh, yeah. he's, yeah. he's hitting bombs. He's going. hitting bombs. And then he's like, <laughs> I don't know. He's like, he's like an enemy. You know, he's like the bad guy almost. You know, everybody <laughs> in uh, New York just despises him. You know, right? As far as yeah, I understand. True. But I mean, maybe Barbie. Maybe he has a soft spot. Side. And he's yeah, just I feel like he does. Barbie. He's a fun guy. He's got good vibes always. Yeah, he does. He's a fun guy. He's, he's got energy, good vibes. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yes. So I'll go. I'll, I'll go Oppenheimer on that one. Next one, going over to basketball. Kyrie Irving, flat earther, always in the conspiracy world, but also a ball player, also a sweetheart. Sometimes, who do we? Who? Where do we have Kyrie Irving going? Oh, Oppenheimer, no doubt. Yeah, I got Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer too. It's got to be Oppenheimer. I always right? claim myself as a conspiracy theorist. So. Yeah, he's got. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like I think he was probably there opening night. He was probably already there. <laughs> we could probably. I don't even know why we're debating. I could probably look it up and see which one he actually went to. Uh, we'll go to NFL. Aaron Rodgers. That's a tough. one. Always the goofy on. guy in the NFL every year. I get now a current Aaron Rodgers, long hair. You know, long hair Aaron with the Jets. Who do we got him? Who do we got him? Uh, where do we got him going? I got a slight edge for Oppenheimer for this one too. Honestly, uh, is he still with that actress Elaine uh, Woodley? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, if she if he still is, I'll probably say Barbie because <laughs> it's like okay. the wives he had over the years. It's just the girlfriends he had over the years. First, Danica Patrick, then mm-hmm. Elaine Woodley. I, depending on those, who's his girlfriend now? It, Probably say Barbie, Depends. but he seems like an Oppenheimer dude. He seemed like a yeah. Christopher Nolan yeah, type of dude. It. See, I think when I think Aaron Rodgers, I think he's the kind of guy that looks like he wants to see Oppenheimer. And I'm going to say he would go see Oppenheimer, <laughs> yeah. but deep down, you know, wife, girlfriend, or not, he kind of wants to see Barbie. Like maybe he goes and sees Oppenheimer, waits for Barbie to come out on like <laughs> you know <laughs> Netflix. And when nobody's home, <laughs> shuts the curtains, makes sure nobody can see in the windows. Right. He's making some popcorn, and he's watching Barbie. I mean, he's got to be a history. And he's crying. He's crying. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be a history buff himself because yeah, he, yeah. he once was a winner on Jeopardy and that's, hosted Jeopardy. That's a good <laughs> point. <laughs> that's a good point. He was the Jeopardy host. Yes. Right. Man. Knowledgeable guy. Forgot about that. It was it was once on Jeopardy once before. It actually won the whole thing. Like, it actually won it all. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. I forgot about that. Next one, Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. What's he going to see? Uh, I would say Barbie, honestly. Yeah, probably Barbie. Probably Barbie. Yeah. I mean, he's just like, uh, I now, here's one, Messi. So if, if, if Ronaldo is going to see Barbie, where's Messi going? The opposite. Uh, yeah. You think opposite? Yeah. I think opposite as well. I think he's probably going to see Oppenheimer. All right. Here's <laughs> Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, <laughs> legendary heavyweight boxer, face tattoo, black shorts, strongest man in the planet, baddest man on the earth at one point. Is Mike Tyson going to see Oppenheimer? Or is he going to see Barbie? I'll probably say Barbie. <laughs> yeah, I would say Barbie, too. I think he's got a soft thought. Yeah, he uh, really do. He's a funny dude. I think he's going to yeah. see Barbie. Yeah, Barbie. I, I mean, I don't know if you guys know this. Mike Tyson has 500 pigeons. Or doves. 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 Yeah. He has, like, 500 doves at his house. And he just goes in his old room with the doves and just... 
<laughs> and just pets the doves. And yeah, <laughs> he's an animal lover. He once had three Bengal tigers. Like, yeah, he had the tiger. Three oh, live yeah. tigers. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What movie does do they kidnap his tigers? Oh, oh that was the hangover. The hangover. They kidnap his tigers. Oh, I can't even <laughs> tell you what they did to the tiger, bro. No, it's just, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> he kidnaps the tiger. Um, man, yeah, good movie there. Yeah. Um, Mike Tyson, next one. Draymond Green. Where is Draymond? <laughs> is Draymond Green going uh, to Barbie or Oppenheimer? That's a tough one. That's tough. Uh, uh, crap. It depends what side of Draymond you're getting. I mean... Current Dra- like, Draymond Green right now. Draymond Green, like last week these movies came out. Which one's he getting a ticket for first? I'll give the edge to Barbie. Honestly. Maybe Barbie. I think yes. Barbie. I think he's a Barbie guy. Draymond mm-hmm. Green's got to be a Barbie guy. Yeah, I think yeah. maybe maybe it's two cool years ago at least, maybe he's an Oppenheimer guy. Yeah, maybe, yeah. He's a Barbie guy now. Draymond Green's a Barbie guy. Last, oh, no, two more, two more. Easy one here. To me, anyway, easy one. Conor McGregor. Is Conor McGregor going to see Oppenheimer <laughs> or Barbie? I would say Oppenheimer. Yeah, I'll get a slight edge to that. Slight edge to Oppenheimer. Yeah. A slight edge to Oppenheimer. Yeah, I'll agree with you guys. Slight edge to Oppenheimer. I feel like at the end of the day, he's going to want to see. But what? And this is something we didn't talk about. Oppenheimer's a three-hour movie. Oh, and man. I don't. And, and I should have mentioned that earlier. I don't know if <laughs> Connor has the patience for a three-hour. Yeah. Movie. I sat I don't through. Know about that. I, I I sat through Schindler's List for that long. Oh, I actually yeah, watched true. that whole thing. Sinless list. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Last I'm, one. I'm not sure if I can watch Harvey Heimer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Wild card. Coach. You guys aren't even ready for this. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Akron's very own men's basketball coach, John Gross. I hope you're listening. Because we're about to predict with John Gross, head coach of the Akron men's basketball team. Is he going to see Oppenheimer or is he going to see Barbie? Obviously, we don't know John Gross. He's he's an exciting guy. He's always nice, but man, when he's, he's mad on the court, he's screaming. It's like you look up John Gross on Google. Every picture is him just mad face screaming. <laughs> but then it's also like he's like the nicest guy in the world when you talk to him. So I think it's this is a hard one for me. Is oh, he man. going to see? And he's also a family man. Yeah, I was, I, that's what I say. I'll say Barbie just for his Barbie. little girl. Yeah. Just, oh, okay. just take yeah, his little great. girl to see Barbie. And um, I would say Oppenheimer just because I feel like he's a little bit of a history buff. He seems like, like more mm-hmm. serious type of guy. Like he's soft on the inside, got a great personality. Oh, yeah. But like I, I feel like he's a little bit of history buff and like be more interested to see that movie. Yeah, this one's like 50-50. It's like this one's the hardest one for me. It genuinely is like the hardest one for me. I think... I think I go Oppenheimer. I think uh, I go up slight edge to Oppenheimer. I think he wants to see both, but you know, he, if he's got to pick one, he's going to Oppenheimer. And, you know, he's a coach. He he likes strategy. You know, war is right, all about yeah, strategy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a hard one. Shout out John Gross, though. I mean, I, I just I love <laughs> that guy. I love him. He's awesome. Time for hot mic, gentlemen. Well, where, where's my hot mic sounder? Oh, yeah. One more time. That's right. It is time for Hot Mike, where we go to the WZIP Sports Twitter page, and we answer your questions live on the air. 
First question comes from Robert Bonchek. He's got a couple in here. If someone is 99 pounds and they eat one pound of French fries, are they 1% French fry? Uh, I don't even know how to really answer this question. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I, I that's guess, a lot yeah, of french fries. I, I, I would say 1% french fries. Yeah. <laughs> I say no because where's the lot? I mean, what is the margin? You Every human's 100 pounds. Oh, so, like, if you're 100 pounds and, that, and then that one pound's all french fry, are you 1%? No. I'm a big dude. I'm 220 pounds. If I eat a pound of french fries... I'm still only like 0.4% French fries. I mean, I still got well, 299 pounds. Though. I still got, he's 99 pounds. Yeah, that's, I mean. 1%? That's really light. 100%. It's underweight. He's around there. I don't think he is. Uh, yeah. I, don't think I would have is. to look that uh, up. But yeah. Another one. What high school has the best football team in the state of Ohio? Who do we got? State of Ohio? Oh, uh, oh Glenville. 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 Really? It's okay. got to be Glenville. Uh, I would say that I got to give it to the Mass and Tigers, even though I'm from Canton. I can't stand Mass and Tigers. But, like, they got a historic high school uh, football franchise. Got to give it to them. Yeah, I mean, Glenn, the the many NFL talent that came out of there, like Dante Whitner to again. And uh, Marshawn Lattimore. That's true. <laughs> I'm going either Menor. Matter had a lot of good oh, guys. Oh, forgot about Manor. Oh, oh, yeah. Or St. Ed's. They was insane, too. I was thinking of those two, yeah. They was insane. Two good schools. That's a good question. It's it's tough. It's, one, it's, yeah. tough. And it's different every year. Definitely yeah. different every year. Uh, last, last question. It's like we can't escape movies, by the way. It's like the whole show is just going to be movies <laughs> uh, from this point moving forward. Would Lightning McQueen from Cars uh, get car insurance or life insurance? Uh, I mean, I would say life insurance just because he, like, lived the life of an actual human being. Because, like, he had the eyes. He had, like, the personality. Like, he has a heart. So I I would go with that based on the movie. (laughs) I mean, mean car insurance because he's a car. (laughs) I thought he is a car. (laughs) I mean, he's a driver, though. I'm going to say neither. And I'm going to say health insurance because that way it's like the health okay. of the car or the health of the spirit that is <laughs> in the world of the cars movies that brings these cars to life by the way tomater probably like one of my favorite characters as a kid growing up uh this is an mma related question i don't know if you guys will know but i got an answer jake murren a goat or no, Jake Murray's number one fan. Jake Murray to go. I don't know. I, whatever. I don't know about this kid. <laughs> Who would win in a fight, prime Alexander Volkanovsky or prime Conor McGregor? Do you guys have any say in this? I don't. I know Conor McGregor pretty well, but I don't know the other guys, so it's yeah, hard for me to either. choose. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I'll probably say Conor. I'm saying... Prime Alexander Volkanovsky for you, uh, Jake Murnigan. I think Prime Volkanovsky, which, by the way, I don't even think he's, like, hit his prime yet. I think he's, like, in it, is probably going to end up being a top five greatest fighter of all time. And Conor McGregor is, like, not even in my top ten all time at his prime. I mean, for what he did to the sport, he's, like, number one. You know, he's what put the sport on the the map Mm. single-handedly. But, uh, ultimately, um... I'll give it to Volk. I'll give it to Volk. We're going to get some 
of your guys' questions last week, if you could induct – oh, I like this. Good question. If you could induct one player into the Football Hall of Fame, who would you pick and why? Oh. Gosh, I got to think like, about that's that. A, that's retired? Uh. Yeah, yeah. Or any, um, let's go retire. Let's go. It doesn't say. It doesn't specify. Let's say retired player. Retired player. Oh, that conduct. Um, and there's so many players that yeah, there's still so not many. in the Hall of Fame that deserves to be there. That actually deserve to be there. And like, I'll probably say. Got to pull the list here. Ah, there's so many. I'll probably say. <laughs> Um, nah, I'll say Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis, that's a great one. That's a great one. Uh, I'm going to go Tom Brady. Uh, I mean, he's retired, and he's the GOAT, so I think he should get inducted Mm -hmm. because he's the GOAT. Tom Brady. Yeah, he's going to get inducted. For sure. Is that valid? Is that valid? Yeah, Tom Brady should get inducted. He'll he'll make it to where, like, the Hall of Fame changes rules of, like, wait, uh, the, like, the five Mm -hmm. years the five-year spread policy, like, it has to be five years since retirement to just mm-hmm. at least two years. Or at least, once you retire, you're eligible. Mm-hmm. This is a change it that way. Once yeah. you retire, you're eligible. Yeah. I mean, I look at some of the guys that have been to the Hall of Fame or have gone inducted, and I'm, like, questioning why they made it. So I'm going to go with a running back here, uh, Ricky Williams. Because, like, I mean, he, has, he had 10,000 yards in his career, 66 touchdowns, only 147 games played. Like, that's pretty impressive. And he led the league in yards in uh, 2002 with the Dolphins. I mean, I think he's a very, like, undervalued. He was an underrated running back during his time, and I feel like he deserves to be in the hall. Valid pick, valid pick. Jake Mernigo also asked last week, and I don't have an answer. We just talked about it. Barbie versus Oppenheimer, which one's better? Do you guys... Well, Marcus, you've seen Barbie, so I figure yeah. you go Barbie. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll probably say... At first, I only seen it because of Margot Robbie. I love Margot Robbie. I'll, I'll marry her if I could. Right. <laughs> but after watching it the first time and <laughs> seeing it the second time with my mom, it's just... It was actually pretty good. I'm, I'm seeing Barbie because I don't like Christopher Nolan. I don't like his movies. Oh. I don't like Chris Nolan. I just don't like his movies. It's so confusing. So, and this is not the first time he tried to do a movie on a historical event. I remember one movie he did it on D Day, the D Day War, down in Pearl Harbor. But it's just like he's an overrated director to me. Yeah, like based on the people that are in Barbie, I'm like more interested to see how that movie uh, plays out. But like Oppenheimer, I feel like I would be more interested in. But, like, it's a three-hour movie, and that, like, yeah. I'm not, like, the biggest movie guy, so three hours is, like, a long time for me. It's hard to stay patient for that long. I feel like it'd be an action-packed movie that I would like, though. Yeah, definitely. And also, Will Ferrell was in Barbie, so I would never miss a movie. I'll watch any movie with Will Ferrell in it. Oh, he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I'll probably go Barbie. And I hope my girlfriend's not listening because all I do is talk about how I want to see Oppenheimer. <laughs> but, like, I'm seeing all this Ken stuff, like the, like, oh, am yeah, I Ken off? And I don't know what that means. I'm sure <laughs> you do, Marcus. But, like, I haven't even watched it. And I just feel like Ryan Gosling is probably so funny in that. So it makes me yeah, want to see Barbie. Yeah. So, um, Jake Monica also asked, best team in baseball? 
Got to go with the Braves. Yeah, and Atlanta I feel Braves. Like been the ATL. Most dominant Braves. This year. Yeah. Braves. Braves around the board. Jake Murray, a goat. I mean, what a prideful kid. What an arrogant guy. He says, this Tuesday, this is me. I'm Jake Murnigo. This Tuesday will mark the one-year anniversary of my account. What is your favorite tweet or hot mic question that I've asked? Like, I like I keep track <laughs> yeah, records uh, on your tweets. Like, appreciate you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Appreciate I, you. But I, let's humble yourself a little bit here. I'm not keeping track on your yeah, tweets. I appreciate them. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't tell you that. I don't keep yeah. track of tweets. I don't keep. I don't keep. I don't keep track yeah, of anybody's right. tweets. So that's not just you, big man to go. But uh, it's a good question here uh, from him. Uh, thoughts on the alternate Ohio State uniforms? You guys see these? No, I have no, not. I have it. Oh, they're cool. They're cool. I like them. While you guys look them up, I'll I'll say that I like them. Uh, Matt asked about uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer. We got to that. Uh, first player that comes to mind when I say uh, Milwaukee Brewers, go. Uh, I got to go Christian Yelich here. I'll say Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns, because I don't know any of them, and that's what Marky <laughs> oh. said. So that's first one. You guys see the Ohio State uniforms? You see these yet? Okay. Yeah. You, you like them? Yeah, I like them. Oh, I think they're pretty good. solid. I think they're clean. Yeah, I think season one. Marcus, you're the oh, Jersey yeah. guy, so I need to know from you. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, mean, I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of. Like, there's been better Ohio State jerseys. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Ohio State's colors. Though. I like the color schemes they go with. Yeah. Okay, I was reading this in my head. Sorry, with Marquis <laughs> Goodwin unfortunately being diagnosed with blood clots, could this result in Anthony Schwartz making the roster if Goodwin isn't available to return? Um, I mean, I'm, I don't think Anthony Schwartz is that guy. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think he's good enough to be starting in the NFL for uh, us. I don't think so. I don't yeah. know why he's – I didn't think he was still on the team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I think he's like fifth string, maybe sixth string, but he's going to really have to prove himself in the preseason to earn a spot on the team. Yeah, I I, uh, I agree. I, I feel like we find somebody else before we like, – yeah. we'll let her like go grab somebody off the side of the yeah, street we yeah. before we, we bring him back, <laughs> at least if it's me. If it's me – I'm, like, standing outside, you know, uh, where are they at in Ohio? Bath. Not Bath. Where's where's training camp at? Oh, La Brea. What is yeah. it? La Brea. La Brea. Yeah, I'm standing out there with a sign, help, wanted. One <laughs> <Wow>. player. <laughs> will trade for Anthony Schwartz. That's what, I, that's what I'm doing. And Jake Murren, our old sports director, asked, with so many uniform helmet reveals in the NFL this week, what are some other teams that could use a fresh or throwback look? So we're going to talk about the teams that already did in our next and last final segment, but what are some teams that could use a fresh look right now? Man, I'm going to go with the Browns, honestly. Like, I I just don't like their colors yeah. that much. I like the orange, but like the brown, I just feel like they need a fresh new look and could use some better uniforms because I'm not even a fan of like their alternate ones now. I'll probably say the Chargers. I mean, as much as I like that powder blue, in dedication to one of the inductees to the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2023, Don Coriel, head coach for the Air Coriel Chargers, they, they should go back to, if you know what I'm talking about, those early 80s throwbacks when Darren Fouts was the quarterback. 
when it was like a blue helmet look with the yellow face mask. Oh, I know what you're talking like, about. Yep, oh, you know what I'm talking okay. about. And, yeah. they, and they also had their white uniforms, the yellow pants look, the lightning down the pants and the lightning down the shoulders. It was like, oh, man. And it was like the kind of blue it was. It was like a, a garnish blue. Mm. I'm going to go. This is a good question, Jake. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I feel like their jerseys are the same every year. I feel yeah. like it's always the same. So they can yeah. use something fresh. Yeah, okay. Not necessarily yeah. that I don't I like them. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah, I, but something I, fresh. Definitely. I'll recommend they bring back their throwback uniforms when they was the Dallas Texans. If you don't know this, when they was the Dallas Texans. That's crazy. <laughs> That's look crazy. it up. Look it up real quick. You know what I'm talking about? When they was the Dallas the Texans and the AFL, the AFL, yeah, wow. their wow. AFL unis. One of my favorite AFL players uh, ended up going and winning a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Uh, Marcus is uh, Reggie White. Reggie White playing oh, in the AFL a little bit. No, that was the USFL. Your USFL. No, <laughs> oh, I think he also. I th- I think he did play in the AFL. No, the AFL. It was, was USFL. Yeah, that was USFL. Uh. Interesting. USFL, I worked for them a little bit. Oh, really? wasn't oh, really sweet. that good. I, it's kind uh-huh. of ups- I was pretty upset <laughs> with it, honestly. It's something I wanted to to flex on a uh, on a resume, but ultimately did not work out with them. Mm. So that's interesting. USFL, though, it's like I love the idea of, like, the XFL, USFL, all these other. You know, you look at basketball, and, like, they have a million pro things for play, and then you literally get your Luka Doncic's coming to the yeah. NBA from these pros. It's like there's nothing in football. It's like the Browns just signed a guy from the USFL, actually, matter of fact, I'm pretty sure, not so recently. Oh, really? So I do love what that does for players. Just in, But in terms of, like, it being entertaining football, it, I mean, it's it's subpar at best um, for me. So that is going to do it for Hot Mike. Something I want to I want to bring note to more of a serious thing in this you know action jam packed is I want to give my uh, my condolences to the James family. Uh, Bronny James suffered a cardiac arrest at practice um, this past week, and uh, that's something very serious. And uh, it's. It's sad. for me. It's sad in the aspect where you know there's a lot of college players and yeah, that don't yeah. get recognized when they right. when they when something happens at practice. But um, I mean, what LeBron has done for my community and uh, ultimately being my favorite player, and you know, I, I hope his son the best, and uh, I hope everything's gonna be all right. I also right, saw right, on a little brighter note, it looked like uh, Bryce was training at uh, at practice with. With LeBron at college, like at uh, yeah. at Bronny's school, so that's kind of cool. Oh yeah, I love Bryce yeah. James. By the way, like Bryce James is a Bright dog. Oh, yeah. Bryce got the goggles. I can you can you appreciate the goggles, Marcus? The throwback, Kareem, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Blue House indoors. You know, even Hakeem, Hakeem, the Dream was yeah. one Elijah one, Elijah yeah. one. Yeah, the goggles, James Worthy. Like <laughs> goggles are dope. I love them. I love the oh, goggles. So I, I'm big yeah. on the goggles. That is going to wrap it up for this section. When we come back, one more segment. We're getting into the NFL. We left on it. We're talking about the jerseys. We're talking about fights. And we're talking about trades. And we're talking about the Browns. All this and more 
on Sports Power Talk. 88.1, the best sports talk show in the world. Don't go anywhere. I got a good one, Slippery by the Migos, right here on 88.1. We are back with Sports Power Talk right here on 88.1. A little bit of Slippery, a little bit of Migos. Every time I listen to the Migos, I just want to hit a little ad lib. A little skirt, skirt, water. You know what I'm saying? It's just like... Love the ad lib and rap. It's a great thing. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Part of my generation, you know, the old heads, they can be proud of old head rap. Well, I'm proud of the ad lib. I'm proud of the the what? Anyway, my name is Alex Henry. I'm your host for Sports Power Talk. I am joined with Jonathan Harsh, Marcus Anderson. And we are on the home stretch of our show. Time to talk about some football. Football, pigskin. We were just talking about football. You know, one of our hot mic questions were best uh, best high school football team in the state of Ohio. Um, you know, a lot of – it's like Maslin. They had the indoor stadium, bro. I remember I, I was a wrestler, yeah. Oh, yeah. and I went to a wrestling practice at Maslin because I was going to state, and nobody else on our team was going to state. So our whole team stopped practicing. So I would, like, go to other schools to practice – and that, like, their facilities are nice. All about facilities. Oh, yeah. They They're got nice. an indoor practice facility. It's crazy. Yeah, nice stuff. Yeah. So, so shout out to the Maslin Tigers and Paul Brown Stadium, right? A nice yeah. little stadium there. Named after Paul Brown. Named after Paul yeah. Brown himself. Guys, a little bit of controversy. I was talking about the Chiefs earlier. We're going to talk about them again. Not sure if you guys saw this video or not. Travis Kelsey straight up (laughs) punching his teammate in the head. And there's not really a lot of story about this as of right now. There's really not. They didn't want to really discuss it with the media. Um, Not a lot. I mean, what do you think about that? Uh, What do we think about this? It's it's not actually about that. It happens every day. I felt like it, it was a need for him to punch him in the first place. I mean, if he actually seen the play... The safety was just doing his job. He was trying to, he was just finishing the play. He didn't hear wrestle, and he was just trying to punch the ball out. And then Travis took it personally and just punched him in the face. I guess he, I'm assuming he's like some type of unknown rookie or undrafted rookie or something like that, undrafted free agent. So I guess it's just, I don't know, (laughs) because I remember seeing that type of thing happen when I was playing football for. For my high school, but we that kind of thing would happen all the time, right? Yeah, I feel like um, Travis Kelsey did do too much by punching him, maybe like a push or something. Yeah. But like, I think Travis Kelsey thought the whistle was already blown and then he got tackled, and I think that's why he took it personally. But like, he's a high energy guy, like, I'm not totally surprised by this, sure. but like, I, I understand though how easy tempers can flare during training camp. So like, but like Travis Kelsey, a good guy. He's like he's gonna apologize. I think he's a good leader on his team, and I think I he feels well, yeah. he feels bad for what he did. Yeah, I think he feels bad. I think he I think he uh, feels bad. But what's crazy to me is punched him in the head. I mean, it's not yeah, like it's, it's, it's not like helmet. he shoved him. It's <laughs> yeah. not like he was even like a push to the head. And they don't have they have the uh, like the not the NF like the hard helmets. They got like the practice helmets mm, on, yeah. and. Uh, and he just punched him with a right hook in the head, like side side of the yeah. head. Like I, as a UFC fan, I'm an MMA commentator, and we're seeing that. I'm like, dude, just threw a left hook. 
Bro just left hooked him to the head. I'm like, that's crazy to me. Right. So, yeah, it was crazy. I think I think it's going to be all right. And like you said, Marcus and, and Jonathan, emotions are so high this time of year. And yeah. Yeah. think about mm-hmm. the stuff that we don't know about. Think about the trash talk between the offensive and defensive line. Think about, you know, we we only see Miles Garrett hit somebody over the head with a helmet. You know, we see the Twitter video of Travis Kelsey, you know, punching a teammate. But we don't know what happens behind closed doors. We don't know what happens amongst communication. You know, all this stuff builds up, you know. So it, it's interesting. Not saying it's it's uh, justified at all. No. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, we think this is crazy. We don't know the half of it here. You know, we know yeah. a little bit. We know a little bit from a video. Big news in the NFL world. Joe Burrow suffered a calf injury, and they're saying he's going to miss several weeks. This is big. This is yeah. big. What do we yeah. think about yeah. this for the Bengals, for the division? I mean, I, I don't think it's too big of a deal. I think he um, avoided major injury because, like, he could have tore his ACL or yeah, something it, more serious. Cause it could have been worse. Yeah, non-contact. I mean, it's probably – it's not like it will include just the first two or just first three games of the season. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's quite not much of a problem because it was, it was like – because it's a calf strain and – it's a, it's not gonna it's not gonna derail much of the Bengals season. I mean, they're already Super Bowl contenders. I mean, it's yeah, they could survive with Jeff Jeff Driscoll. I mean, it's cool. They'll be fine. The thing is, is in the AFC North. It's first game vision, yeah. is first the Browns. The Browns yeah, have right, a right. chance to get a divisional win. Over the Bengals yeah, that'd be great. without yeah. Joe Burrow being there, which is, is you know, at points could be our kryptonite. I actually used to always say, and I was always right, and it was awesome. It was great. I love being right. Who doesn't love being right? right. And I would always say, the Browns are going to beat the Bengals. And then people would be like, Alex, why do you say that? And I'm like, well, we always beat the Bengals. And they're like, well, yeah, but they're better than us. Well, they actually got our number last season. Yeah, they yeah. ended up getting the, yeah, the win. The, so they, they yeah. broke my, my streak of me saying that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we won't see them until the end of the season after that first game. And then so I'm, a big I'm trying game. to pull uh, Bengals' schedule here. Um, here we go. Yeah, first game versus the Browns. And just like I thought, next game's versus the Ravens. Yeah. So now the Ravens have another chance to capitalize on their best player or arguably their best player being gone. And uh, actually Mm. something that the Ravens struggled with versus the Bengals was their defense. They struggled defensively versus Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the the Bengals still luckily have time to try to try to figure it out. But as a Browns fan, and I'm not sure, Marcus, where you're at with the Browns this week. I don't know if you like them or not. I don't like the Browns. I okay, so like the Browns. he doesn't like the uh, Browns. Are you a Browns fan, yeah, John? Yeah, as a Browns fan, I know this. I've seen it a million times. I'm yeah, all about knowing how it's like bringing in a new quarterback, trying to figure it out, a backup, a third string last second. Mm-hmm, yeah, It doesn't work. 
Yeah, it's it doesn't tough. work. So this this puts the and then actually that third game, if you want to even get to theirs, versus the Rams, which is like should be one of those Monday night football. Yeah, should be one of those winnable games. You know, you think yeah, the Bengals versus the Rams, who's going to win? The Bengals. Well, now they're at a handicap, so it's probably going to be more of a competitive game than they would have wanted. So and, and also, I mean. Um, I hope Joe Burrow's okay. He's one of my favorite players. I wish for nothing but his health. Right. But also right. fantasy football, Joe Burrow's like my dude in fantasy football. It's like I want yeah. Joe Burrow to be my quarterback. He was, my, he was my dude last year. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a last, like I'm a round seven, round eight draft a quarterback guy. Like I wait. I'll wait yeah. a while okay. to draft a quarterback. So and, you know, for a while, Joe Burrow's been one of those guys that depending on your legal He'll sneak. He'll sneak out the back to the bottom every now and then. Ooh, okay. Now he's gone, which obviously mm-hmm. life's not a game of fantasy football. Right. But yeah. <laughs> I want and, and I mean him versus the Browns. I mean, come on, that's like that's a week one win if he's my quarterback. You know, yeah, the Browns well, defense. I mean, come on, that's a, that's a week one <laughs> win with me with Joe Burrow as my well. quarterback. So uh, yeah, hoping uh, for the best with uh, Joe Burrow. I want to talk about. This is crazy. I, I think I only really want to talk about it for personal reasons, not so that it's crazy. Jimmy Graham is in the NFL still. He's going back to the Saints. What do we think about this? Uh, happy to see him going back to the Saints where he uh, revived his career. And, uh, yeah, him and uh, Drew Brees, that was a great deal. It was great to watch them play. Yeah, I remember he was, was, that was the time when he was, like, the second best, like, in competition yeah, with Gronk the as yeah. the best tight end in the NFL at the time. But it's like, as of right now, I mean, it it doesn't mean much mm-hmm. for the Saints. Maybe maybe Jimmy Graham resurrects his career. Yeah. Being being the vintage Jimmy Graham, I remember watching the, the kid that came out of Miami playing, playing college hoops, and then, like, dominating the league maybe he could be that jimmy graham maybe yeah i just i think about it for the same reason marcus i'm like dude jimmy graham used to be my dude when yeah, i was younger right. i lo- like as a kid i, I've, I've I always love jimmy graham i've always loved seeing him like just slam dunk in the goalposts every time yeah. he's going oh, to yeah. touch them. he was so cool <laughs> so i think it, i think it's good to see him back uh one more thing before we get into jerseys uh jalen ramsey is going to be needing knee surgery what does this mean Five to six weeks. Yeah, I mean, big deal. it's not a big loss. I mean, the Dolphins, I mean, already Super Bowl contenders, this is like raises their stock a little. But they raise their stocks a lot. Actually, a lot. Why well, just say a little? But anyways, it's just like tiring defensive coordinator of Vic Fangio, who's been one of the greatest defensive minds this league has ever witnessed, been around the game since the 80s, and he knows what he's doing. He already's got great players on the defense with Xavier Howard, Melvin Ingram, and Bradley Chubb, and Christian Wilkins. It's already a loaded defense. Jerome Baker is already a loaded defense, and Vic Fangio, he knows what he's doing. He's been doing this for decades now, and he knows how to fix his defense. And I still see the Dolphins, maybe Super Bowl contenders, but oh. I don't know what the what what the Jets did this offseason and how the Bills are looking like. You know, lost lost faith in the Bills, but we'll see what happens. I think uh, the Dolphins are a little slightly overrated, and I think like losing him is a bigger deal than people realize. I do realize. 
Vic Fangio is a great defensive coordinator, but like they're in such a tough division. Like week by week, it's gonna like these games are gonna matter to them, especially the divisional games against like the Bills and Jets. And like no mm-hmm. one's talking about the Patriots. Like they could definitely improve. Like so, but yeah, I think the Dolphins are slightly overrated. I think losing Jalen Ramsey is like a bigger loss than people might realize. I'm kind of more with you, Marcus. I think they're good. I think they'll be all right. But um, it, it's a bigger loss in the aspect that Jalen Ramsey set them apart. Like, they're going to be all right, yeah. but they would have been great with Jalen Ramsey. And now it's like, well, they're yeah, going to... questionable. Yeah. Now it's like, well, they, they can still... I think I agree, Marcus. I think they'll still be able to manage without him. But it's like what Jalen Ramsey did for that team was set them apart from yeah. other defenses. And now that's gone. And that's unfortunate, so I'm wishing for his recovery uh, fast and that he comes back strong. Guys, let's talk about some of these jerseys. We'll go, we'll go fast because there's a lot of them. But uh, I want to know what you think. Some of these have already been discussed, but we got a new set of people here. So, so it'll be a little different. Obviously, if you're listening at home, or, we, or, or if you're listening at home, try to pull these jerseys up. But if you're listening in your car, you can't see them. Uh, so you'll just have to kind of bear with us, and, or hopefully you saw sure. them. Number one, Arizona Cardinals, all New Jersey's home away and alternate. What do we think about these Cardinals jerseys? Uh, not a big fan of them. They're pretty uh, bland. They lack creativity. Yeah, they're, they're not terrible. I mean, they're a little cool and all. They're not terrible and they're not great. They're just high. Oh, I don't <laughs> like them at all. I actually can't stand these jerseys. Actually, out of all the ones we're going to talk about, these might be my least favorite. Oh, okay. I, uh, they remind me a lot of what the Falcons did, like, last year or two years ago with theirs, where they just, like, picked their colors and made yeah. the whole jersey just their colors. And then it mm. said, like... ATL. Yeah, ATL. Yeah, and it was like, oh. Seriously? Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan yeah, of it at all. Either. Uh, and, you know, Marcus, what I love having you here for is, like, there's rich history in jerseys. And, like, you know, like, jerseys will be remembered forever, you know. So these, like, if you're – who's even good on the Cardinals? If you're a – Kyler Murray. If you're a Kyler Murray fan. <laughs> oh, heaven's sake, if you're a Kyler Murray fan. And then, yeah, uh, first off, I pray for you. Second <laughs> off, you know, 20 years down the road, you want your Kyler Murray throwback jersey – this is the throwback jersey. Who wants this to be the throwback? You want to have yeah. that memorable yeah. throwback jersey. So it's like, it's awful. Now, this is just, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Philadelphia Eagles throwback jerseys. Kelly Green jerseys. They're finally bringing them back. Yes. I mean, it's it's beautiful, yeah, right? It Do we beautiful. all agree that it's beautiful? Oh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I like that. That's so cool. That's why I came yeah. in the station today wearing my <laughs> Randall Cunningham, old school Randall Cunningham jersey. You already know. And they're coming out tomorrow, July 31st. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and, and the white socks with the green oh, stripes yeah, on them. Like, everything. It. It's perfect. I love mm-hmm. these. And then, like, yeah, if you're a Philly fan, I mean, what, you just went to the Super Bowl. Here, maybe you're a Jalen Hurts fan. It's like... That's a great jersey to go back and get. Is yeah, that throwback, that throwback Jalen Green, 
jersey. Mm. You know, that's awesome. Another one that I just love, the 90 Seattle he- Seahawks throwbacks. I was supposed to say Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks uh, 90s throwbacks. Marcus, what do we think about these? I'm loving them. I even love the intro video they put out, like cool of the '90s, the '90s theme bedroom, and like the '90s theme clock, '90s yep. music, and it ended with like a little pro that Pearl Jam song. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome, man. It's and the helmet, it's everything, everything right. about it too. The helmet, yeah, the jersey to the pants. So and like, by the way, it's like so many kids that you grow up with. I feel like. Like I've grown, I I feel like every person grew up with one of these kids. They were a Seahawks fan because they liked the Seahawks colors. Yeah. Definitely. Do we all know that one yeah, person that's like for sure. yeah. that? We're like they, you know we live in Akron, Ohio, or you know <laughs> where maybe you didn't live in. I grew up in Akron, but we all lived in Ohio. Yeah. And that one kid at our school that was obsessed with the definitely. Seahawks, right? Because they had oh, cool yeah. colors. Right. That that was my dad. My dad. Because <laughs> <laughs> of that. <laughs> So, like the days of Steve Large at Kenny Easley. Like. Yeah. So it's cool that they bring these back. I mean, yeah. that's like these jerseys are like like outside of people that live in Seattle or lived in Seattle. These are like your whole fan base. Right. Your like, whole fan base is people that liked Marshawn Lynch back in the day and that liked the colors of these jerseys. Right. It's, it's like one of the, if you're not in Seattle, the two people that are fans of your team are people that were obsessed with Marshawn Lynch. And people that loved the colors. <laughs> you know, they played on Madden and they picked the Seahawks, you know. Yeah, so, man. yeah, I really like those throwbacks. Tennessee Titans throwbacks, and they're going to the Houston Oilers. Yeah. I know this is more of a controversial mm. one. What do we think? The Houston I like Oilers. I, I like the colors. Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers, number what? one. Oh, it's just an old school song they <laughs> oh, used to okay. play back in the day for the Love You Blue era. Earl Campbell, Warren mm. Moon, mm. Bruce Matthews. Oh, yeah. Man of the Great year. Years. I'm just throwing out legends Great out there players, that used yeah. to don the blue and red for the powder blue and red for the Oilers. Like yeah. I love <laughs> these jerseys. Yeah. Love the and uh, and uh like something that's kinda right. new, you know, because like it wasn't even like really a big thing back right. in the day. As, as but they're as... adding the red arm sleeves, you know, some oh, of them yeah. got the red arm yeah. sleeves on with it. As, that's oh. why. As soon as these came out, I ordered me a Earl Campbell jersey just straight oh, out the wow. bat. It yeah. should be coming into my mail like by <laughs> tomorrow or <laughs> Yeah. They're nice. And it's cool because it's like well, how often do you see teams go back to their old team? Like imagine if the Browns yeah. had a throwback or like a uh, Ravens jersey. Yeah. Uh, like that'd be weird. You know, yeah, but like the, with the Houston it. Oilers it works. Nobody's oh, mad yeah, about yeah. it at all. Like it's, it. it's awesome. Um all right, Marcus. We might get into it here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers throwback uh, from, like, you know, all the way to, like, 76 to 96. So this yeah. was their jersey for a while. Definitely. The cream sickles are back, baby. I love them. Hey, uh, hey, Tampa Bay. Bucks know how to shine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like these? I love them. I even oh, got... It's yeah, Jonathan that doesn't no, like I don't them. like them. I, I, I even, got, like I even got a cream sickle Buccaneers jacket starter brand, too. Yeah. Yeah, you like, wore the last time I saw them. And they're beautiful. <laughs> I love yeah. them, This is a man. beautiful jersey. How do you, what do you not like about it? I don't like the color. You don't like the I color like orange. Because I know we're going to get into the browns, and you say you don't like the browns colors either. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, I like that shade What do you got of, against orange? I like that shade of orange better on the browns, honestly. And, like, the red and orange sure. together just doesn't, like, sit well. There, like, there I don't was, like it. There was two reasons why orange became my favorite color since childhood. 
because of Nickelodeon and the Buccaneers creamsicle uniforms. Oh, so cool. <laughs> Seen them for the first time. I even had back in the third grade. I had I had old. My dad gave me his old school Buccaneers creamsicle jerk. Jacket. I wore it all through the third grade. I thought I was the coolest kid in school. I think one of the, uh, I think one of the coolest college jerseys too, like in terms of like long term longevity, is Clemson. And I love Clemson's jerseys, and these kind of like remind me of some of the Clemson jerseys. I, I love it. And orange is also my favorite color, Marcus. Oh, I didn't know wow. we, we okay. share we share a favorite color. Oh man, um, Minnesota Vikings throwback. I mean, they're all right. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. They didn't get too creative with it, but, like, I do like their color scheme overall, though. Yeah, I mean, it's just reminiscent of the days of Fran Target and the Purple People Eaters, the glory days of the 70s, when they was actually playing in Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Detroit Lions had a helmet change. It's a blue helmet, a white stripe, a blue stripe, and then... And uh, this weird-looking lion on it. What do we think about it? Or maybe it's a cool-looking lion. What do we think? I dig it. You like it? I dig it. What I like about it is the gray face mask. I like the blue helmet with the gray face mask. I think... I'm not sure how I feel about the design, but I like the the color at least, and I, yeah, like, I like how it contrasts right. with yeah, the... Uh, I mean, it's a nice color. Like, if they have, like, depending on how they use that helmet, with, like, you know, their gray jerseys, yeah. that might look pretty cool. I mean, yeah. this was their 90th season... They missed a chance of bringing back those 90s uniforms they had oh. when Barry Sanders was playing for them. So they missed cool. a chance oh, of that. So cool. You know what I just miss? Reebok. Oh, yeah. Like, Reebok. I was with some Reebok jerseys. Like, one of my favorite, well, uh, one of my favorite jerseys is the old Falcons Reebok jerseys. I won't oh, refer yeah. to a player, but yeah. the old Falcons Reebok jerseys, I love yeah, it. It's just those like, are and even in the NBA, bring back some. It's not like I'm rocking Reebok in my day to day. You know, I'm probably going to wear Nike or something, Adidas. Yeah. But it's like Reebok in sports was cool. This old 76ers yeah, sure. jerseys, old Cavs jerseys, cool. Yes. Browns helmet change, which here's my thing yeah. before I, I give it to you, Jonathan. People have been begging forever for the Browns to get white helmets. It's like every year people are like, white helmets, white helmets. We want white helmets. They gave you a white helmet. (laughs) I don't know if this is you specifically, but to the people begging, and everybody's like, oh. I mean, I wasn't begging for that. You weren't begging for it? But you just don't like it in general. No, I think it's too uh, plain. Like, you need to add something else to it. Just, like, yeah. a stripe in the middle, and that's it. Like, I like the orange face mask. Uh, two stripes. Oh, orange okay. and brown. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> two stripes. But, yeah, it's just all plain. The rest is just a plain white helmet I mean, and they, nothing to they it. They completely ruined the whole getup. It's supposed to be honoring the days of Otto Graham, Mary Motley, Bill Willis. Yeah, I mean, just cooler, yeah. if you just... Go back to using the gray face mask like, like y'all used to, the gray or white face mask. Then they'll, then I'll dig it. I'll uh, dig okay. it if you go back to using the white face mask. Well, I love it. I think yeah. they look awesome. I think it's like the coolest thing the Browns have done in my, since I've been born with jerseys. Since really? 2002 wow. to current, I think these are like the best. Maybe that's my hot take. Maybe that's my hot opinion in that's- sports. That since I've been born, these are the coldest overall uniforms that the Browns have made. Let's speed run through some of these. Uh, actually, well, we won't do that one. Okay, Denver Broncos, alternate jersey and helmet, yes or no? Straight up trash. Straight up ruined it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan yeah. of it, to be honest. 
I like the helmet. Does not look good with that jersey. I don't think sure. I, I like the old logo. You know, they bring back the old logo, the old Bronco. Right. But then, like on that jersey, the jersey's kind of like, like what is this Game of Thrones? Like, winter, <laughs> like, like what are we saying? Winter is coming. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lastly, and I want to get into this one because amongst WZIP Sports, obviously we're not the only members. Um, we we talk amongst ourselves in a group chat. The Indianapolis Colts announced their um, ultimate uniforms, which are just like this all blue, dark navy. They call it uh, Indiana Knights uh, jerseys. N- unless I'm wrong with you guys, nobody liked them except me. It's like a blonde. Oh. It's like a blondie turning goth. It's terrible. Dude, I like them because you like them, like- Jonathan. Yeah, I'm a little Come biased because, like, terrible. blue oh, is my terrible, favorite man. color. <laughs> like, blue is my favorite color. I really like that shade of blue. So, like, it's, I'm a little biased because nah, blue is my terrible. favorite color. But it's they're like, really nice, man. It's, they're cool. It's it, literally it, it, like, it ruins the, it. it's a nice look. It, it's like a hot blonde girl deciding she want to turn goth. That's, <laughs> that's what it felt oh, like. Okay, Seeing the girls <laughs> try a new <laughs> color, like, try to add black to their color scheme. It's just, it doesn't I work, like, man. I like it. I like it. I love the black helmet. It's like yeah, it's, I, I, I think it's cool. The dark blue, the black helmet. It's kind of mean, but at the same yeah. time, we're cool. I like it. Yeah, I, I like it. Well, that is going to do it for Sports Power Talk today. Gentlemen, any closing thoughts from either of you? Uh, not much. Very excited to be here. I uh, hope you, everyone has a great day. Yeah, if you haven't seen the 80s Jets throwbacks, if, as soon as they come out, I give me a sauce garner that. God, give me that. Oh, and shout out to the Browns and all the Pro Football Hall of Fame inductees getting inducted. Go Joe Thomas. Go Browns. Let's, I hope yeah. uh, very excited for the, this weekend in Canton, Ohio. Absolutely. Got to give your respects to the best Brown of all time in terms of offensive line. Joe Thomas. I mean, great, great respect to him. And I appreciate all of you tuning in to Sports Power Talk. I've been Alex Henry. I've been your host. I was joined with Marcus Anderson, Jonathan Harsh. And we are signing off. Thank you. Have a great day.